Good morning, everybody. I, we will, I won't hear you because you've already, I've already muted everybody. I just went right into record mode this morning because, okay, um, Marcy had a, uh, a confirmation of a listing um, she's taking this morning, a really, really good one. So she uh, called me over the weekend and I said, yeah, 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 go take the listing. Of course, we'll reschedule. So you have me today, but I'm going to cover some good stuff. Hopefully you guys, uh, and, and I want questions today, you know. Okay, so look, we're getting into, uh, you know, the fourth week of the year, right? So January's got a week left, all right? And then we'll have one-twelfth of the year behind us. So do you have questions with the market? Do you have questions with your business? Do you have questions about anything? All you have to do is hit star six to unmutify, and then I can uh, answer your question, okay? But um, so I'll get a jump right into it. All right, and then, I, like I said, star six, that's how you unmute. I can hear you. You can ask questions. But I'm going to cover some stuff that I think I see, I've, all the stuff that uh, is going on right now out there. And, uh, <clears throat> look, the, um, the economic outlook is good, you know, because um, I mean, the inflation couldn't get worse, so it's getting better now. Uh, the base rate, really, they couldn't go much higher with, so they slowed that down, which has affected interest rates. Um, inventory's down. You know, the um, uh, the market looks like it's heating up. It definitely, since the last two weeks of December and the first three weeks of this year, definitely numbers are up. Uh, so, and the inventory's down. So, you know, you've got more people out there wanting to buy because the rates are getting better. Look, you can get FHA, VA in the fives. You can do a buy down to four. I mean, there's not really, there's really no excuse right now. And if I'm a buyer, uh, you know, I'm going to tell my buyers right now, you may have a window of opportunity here to jump out there and do something that um, won't be there very long, in my opinion, because if a lot of these people out there that can buy jump on the market at the same time, we'll have another bidding, bidding situation. I don't know if that's going to happen right now or even this year, but it's definitely set up to be a very good year, and it's borderline on great based on the numbers, right? Numbers don't lie. So... But this is the time of the year that you, you're going to – you have to ask yourself, okay? You have to ask yourself, look, um, am I a goal achieved or an if-only person? You guys have heard me say this before. You know, this is the time of the year. In other words, you've had three weeks of the year plus a couple days. Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I following my schedule? Am I doing that activity that I said I was going to do, okay, that I didn't do last year? All right? And if the answer is no, start doing it now. You know, you can call it an if-only person, which is not a great place. If only I had done my prospecting. If only I had, you know, started at the gym. If only I started. Don't do that. Or I love what Brian Tracy calls it, someday aisle. Someday aisle. Don't live on someday aisle because it's, it's lonely, <laughs> right? And when you sell yourself short, you're never 100% comfortable with yourself, ever, just so you know. Okay, you, if you are maximizing your potential every day and do, doing what you're supposed to be doing, you feel absolutely great about yourself. Okay, so folks, um, if you are tuning in, uh, you know, uh, I hear a whole, bunch, a whole bunch of people coming on, which is great. Uh, Marcy had an appointment she had to take because it's a gigantic listing. So I, I'm going to reschedule her, but I'm covering some really good stuff. So stay with us. And I'm going to, you know, give you some really good stuff to think about. The first one was, are you a goal-achieved person? That's based on actions, not words. You can say it, but you've got to back it up because you do not want to be an if-only or someday aisle or, you know, uh, success requires no explanation. Failure, ha failure has no alibi. Nobody wants to hear your excuses, especially you. 
And this is the time to write the ship. If you're not, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, congratulations, great. I know a lot of you are because I get to talk to you in my coaching. Okay, my coaching is right now just about full, but I always have a room for a few few new people. A uh, few new people meaning doesn't matter if you're experienced or brand new. All you have to do is email my assistant Lisa, L I S A P, Lisa P, at B H H S N V like Nevada dot com. You know the little, you know, uh, however you want to call it. That's our email thing right there. The pattern. First name, last initial, at bhhsnv.com. Okay? So that's number one is just do the activities you're supposed to be doing so you don't be an if-only person. If is the largest word in the dictionary, even though it's only two letters. Okay? The next one I have on here is, I wrote down this, passion, enthusiasm, and being authentic will make up for all the shortcomings you think you have. Be authentic. Be passionate. Are you passionate about your goal? Are you passionate about what you want to make? Are you passionate about your schedule? It comes across if you are, and it comes across if you are not. Okay, so be passionate about it. And if you're passionate about it, you will exude enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is incredibly important, especially when you're dealing with sellers. You have to be enthusiastic. Now, enthusiastic doesn't mean I believe I can get you more money than your house is worth. You still have to be brutally honest with people. My first, uh, second call of the day today was a group of four guys, and we were talking about that. You have to be honest with people. It's your job. Well, the other agents say they can get more money. They all, that's, look, when I don't, if I didn't have a presentation or a plan or the facts, that's what I would say, too, to get a listing, okay? But I, I won't do that because I'll do my homework and tell you the truth. My job is not to help you devalue your property. It's to get it sold. Or I love what someone said this morning. I don't want an old sign. I want a sold sign. An old sign is one that's been there more than 90 days, if anybody's wondering. Okay, so that's an old sign. That's sold without the S. Okay, so you want to get yourself a sold sign. That's, what, that's your job. If I can take a listing and cause it to sell, I want to take it. If you want me to put it at a price that's going to cause it not to sell, I'm not interested because I'm not interested in harming you. Always revert to your fiduciary responsibility because, folks, it's real and it's there. And you should be, um, you know, adhering to your, I mean, that's what you took an oath for. That's your real estate license, E, in the state of Nevada, California, Arizona, or, and some of you are multi-licensed, okay? So that's your fiduciary responsibility. Take it, you know, take it seriously. All right, so that's what I wrote down so far. The next thing I wrote down, by the way, questions, anybody? Anything about your goal achieved or if only person or passion, enthusiasm, and being authentic? By the way, authentic shows up in your social media. Be authentic. Do videos. You think I like doing a video every day? I'm doing one right after this call today. All right? You think I like, you think I look in the mirror while I'm shaving every morning and go, look at you, big guy, huh? Can't wait to do a video. No, I don't. Just so you know, if you're wondering, I do not do that. I make fun of my videos and my face and what I say and everything just like you do, okay? So, but I still do them because I know they work, right? So that's the, uh, you know, that's the measuring stick. Does it work? Yes, it does, okay? And if you've been doing social media for a while now, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It definitely works, okay, if you do it consistently, all right? So there you go. All right, uh, any questions? Hit star six and I can hear you. Any questions about anything going on with your business right now, guys, that I can help you with? Star six and I can, I'd be happy to help you.
Anybody? Star six? All right, I'll, I'll keep going. All right, so the next, next thing I wrote down here is I'm, I'm always in the mindset of doing the next right thing. All right, if you're taking my success series, you know what I'm talking about. I have a daily schedule. My daily schedule is consistent with my goal. Otherwise, I'm incongruent. And if I'm incongruent, even at an unconscious level, I know that I'm being incongruent, which is affects my mindset. You have a goal. Your goal requires you to talk to 10, 12 people a day every day. If you're not doing that, you're eventually, you're just eating away at your own enthusiasm and energy because you know you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing in order to achieve your goal. So do the next right thing. To me, that's always, that's with your clients. You know, the golden rule, do, the, do onto others if you have them do to you, right? That's, you should be thinking about that. You always want to over-deliver and under-promise. That's another big one, all right? Be brutally honest on price. That's another one. Buyers and sellers, okay? Um, follow your schedule. So I get up early, I go to the gym, then I come in the office and I prospect for the time allotted. Then the next thing is lead follow-up on my schedule. And then the next thing is, whatever it is, do the next right thing. All right? And I'm going to tell you what. If you're not following a time block schedule, right now is the time to start because you still have over 90% of the year in front of you. Make the course adjustment now. Don't wait. All right? It's okay. I mean, if you're, if you're doing some of what you're supposed to be doing, congratulations. If you're doing a little better than you were last year, congratulations. But get right into it. It's all about habits, folks. What are the habits that you have right now that you like, and what ones do you need to change? Okay, the only way to change an old habit is basically by recording a new one over it. Like it's an old tape. Record an old one. Or a CD. Or your mind. Works a lot like that, by the way. All right, you'll never eliminate, well, you will eventually, but it takes time. But remember, that old habit's always there. So as soon as you stop the new one, the old ones could kick right back in. So do the next right thing. So that's a great point. What are some things that you're currently doing that you need to stop doing in order to create time for the right stuff? Okay? I mean, think about it. If If I'm doing 20 transactions a year, that's basically one contract every five or six weeks. What's happening in between there? How can I make that maybe four weeks every contract, then every three weeks, then every two weeks, right? Those ga- that gap in between transactions, how do you shrink that? I mean, I always thought about that as an agent. I mean, as you guys know, when you take my success series, I want to sell 12 homes a year. Great. That's one contract every four and a half weeks, basically. I want to sell 24. Great. That's one contract every other week. Two contracts a month, one every other week. Okay, that's, that's the way those numbers work out. I want to sell, you know, 36 homes. Great. That's one every third. That's a contract every, every third week. I mean, excuse me, it's a week and a half, whatever it works out to be. Or three a month. So it's every, it's every week and a quarter, basically. Right, so, I mean, you just got to figure it out. I want to sell 50 homes. It's basically a contract a week. Think about that. One contract a week. That's the way I used to talk to myself when I was an agent. Can I get a buyer broker agreement signed or a listing or a listing sold or a week? It's not out of the question if I'm willing to prospect and do my job. It's definitely not out of the question if you're willing to be proactive and prospect. So think about 
things that you're currently doing that you could do without doing. Think about things uh, to fill the gap. You know, like um, if I don't have a transaction, I can also I can always prospect a little bit more. All right. So that's that's important. And really, guys, and I know. Okay, so look at this. He hasn't said prospecting really or talked much about it on this call. But here we go. The big four, right? The big the the big four I call them are prospecting, lead follow up quality appointments and negotiating deals. Those are the big four. Those are the things you get paid the most money to do. All right. So if you're willing to spend a decent amount, well, I'm brand new. How can I spend time in? Well, then you prospect and do lead follow-up more until you're on more appointments and negotiating transactions more. You have, you have 100% control over the percentage of the time that you spend in those. Okay. Do you have, okay, so there you go, the big four. Do you have minimum standards every day? Like, you know, I really, I want to talk to 15 people a day, but I never talk to less than 10. Okay, there's minimum standards. Okay, I go to the gym, but if, even if I hit snooze four times, I'm still going to show up for 30 minutes because I'm committed to going every day. That's better than not going. You can always do what I did. When I first, people think I'm a morning person, like I was born, and I always crack up and they, well, you're such a morning person. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was born a morning person. You know, I was in the womb. I decided I'm going to be a morning person. I was born that way. No, that's not what happened. What happened was my first condo I bought, uh, it had a loft, and I was young because I put my bed in the loft with a skylight right above your head looking for stars. It was wonderful, right? So I set my alarm clock every day. And I also set it in the kitchen, like three floors down. Right? So the one next to my bed was enough to wake me up, and the one in the kitchen was enough to be real irritating to keep me from falling back asleep. So I had to get up, go down, and shut it off. And by the time I got there, I'd already set the coffee 15 minutes before so I could smell the coffee. Mmm, coffee. And then I was up. So I had my gym clothes right there. I set it up so I could um, be gone. And then I would get in the car and go. All right? so. It's not that complicated if you set it up. It's, you're just, you have to look at it this way. Anything in my life that I know I should be doing is a habit I'm currently doing or not doing. I have to commit to the 30 days to commit the habit regardless of how I feel. Take emotion out of it. A lot of us, let, we let emotions run our life. You can't always control every emotion that comes into your head. The only thing you can control is what you do next. Yep, you're right. I do not feel like going to the gym, going anyway. Yep, you're right. I do not feel like eating right today, but I'm going to anyway. You know, you're right. I do, you see what I'm saying? You, you don't have to logically, or logically you can talk yourself through. You don't have to ride the emotion train, everyone that comes in to your body. You just don't. If you do, you're in trouble, I think. Okay, so set minimum standards every day and follow them. I think there's a big, big, big one. Okay, um, if you're going to be successful, one of the things is, if, you, if you're listening to us, we're talking about, there's a whole bunch of repetition involved, a whole bunch of repetition. Well, I talk to 10 people every day, five days a week. Yeah, so what? That's your job. You're in the people business. If it wasn't for pe personal skills, we wouldn't be necessary. You know, if you could go, like, imagine Carvana for houses, right? <laughs> you just walk around and pick a house and then, you know, go through a computer. No, people want opinions when they're buying a house. I think the, the two most popular time you want an opinion is if you have something wrong with your health, like, you know, your life's at stake and your financial life, because that's what a lot of people look at, and it's true with houses. It is your financial life. 
So you want an opinion? Good for you. You should. The personal touch. I was telling uh, this. I was. I, I did a. I was in Arizona last week, and I was doing a. Um, you know something we have now called Amplify Your Business, right? Something Troy put out, which is really cool. It's like a daytime planner, all in one. And I would definitely use it. I was going through. I was going through with a bunch of agents there. Okay, and you know we were talking about um, you know the disruptors in real estate. And somebody brought up open door, opera pad, and, you know, all the stuff going on. I'm like, guys, look, at, I've been doing this my 39th year in real estate. I got my license at 11. I know it's amazing, right? Anyway, so um, my 39th year in real estate, and here's what I learned. The first disruptor in real estate was the Internet because they told us in the early 90s, you know, now that the Internet's here, I hope you love your job because in three to five years you won't be necessary. They can buy the house off the Internet. And I believed them. I'm like, oh, my God. What am I going to do? I'm really set up for this. And then 39 years later, we're still getting paid pretty much the same commissions, and but got a hell of a raise on average sale prices, right? And, uh, you know, pretty much the main objections are the same, and it's pretty crazy if you think about it. And I believe that is is because you want to talk to the person who's going to be selling your most valuable asset, and you want to talk to a person before you're buying your most, and sometimes both, you're selling to buy. You want somebody you can trust, feel comfortable with, right? You need somebody to bounce that opinion off. It's not something you're just going to do off the internet. Okay. So and that's why, and that's why, and with that person, they pick their mortgage originator and, and so forth or help them a lot of the times. All right. So that's, that's why I think, you know, that's why being able to communicate is so important. Learning how to communicate. Take my success series, join my coaching, check out my YouTube channel, listen to my podcast, you know, um, and just become a, you know, become a sponge when it comes to real estate training and education. And even audiobooks. I mean, I'm, I'm a self-proclaimed um, audiobook junkie, and I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. It keeps my mindset right because, you know, we're surrounded by a lot of negativity. Especially, like, I can't imagine you people that watch the news all the time. How, how do you stay positive when I'm watching the news, which really isn't even the news anymore. It's really someone's opinion of what's going on, depending on what side of the aisle they stand. Kind of crazy if you think about it. Probably one of the craziest times in history when it comes to misinformation and inaccurate statements that you're listening to and people actually, you know, uh, they have an agenda today. Everybody on the news today has an agenda. There's nobody impartial. If they tell you they're impartial, those are the ones you want to run from the fastest because it's just not possible in today's world. Okay, so... Master the repetition. Matter of fact, how can you make it fun? How can you make it fun? That's how I would look at it. All right? If you really want to get crazy, do a time and motion study. Like write down what you're doing every 30 minutes versus your schedule. Get violently ill and then just start following your schedule more. Okay? Now, and remember, I'm a coach. I coach a lot of agents. Justification for getting off your schedule is a very powerful tool that us as great salespeople have very creative and unique ways to justify when we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. I'm going to tell you that it takes more energy to do that than it does to just follow your schedule. Like someone asked me the other day, why do I go to the gym every day? Even people at the gym like, yeah, Rick, I don't, I'm here two or three times. I've never seen you miss a day. I'm like, well, because it's easier for me to go to the gym than to not go to the gym. It is. It's easier to go. It's easier, just like it was for me, to make 25 contacts a day. It's easier to make 25 than to not because I know how I feel after the gym the whole rest of the day, and I know how I feel without it. 
same with my prospecting, right? You don't feel as good. You know you haven't contributed. You're, I mean, on and on, and eventually you'll feel guilty about it. Maybe it's my Catholic upbringing. I don't know. <laughs> I think every religion has a little guilt factored in. Okay? So I'm going to say that right now, you look at, the, you look at today, January 23rd. January 23rd is the most important day of the year for all of you on this call today. Okay, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you go, yep, I've got three weeks and two days of doing exactly the what I'm supposed to be doing. My new habits are just a week away from beginning to form. If you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, today's a great day to declare that you will from this day forward and still take advantage of over 90% of the year. Either way, it's the best day of the year for you or the worst, and I'm hoping you pick the best. Okay, because you don't want to look back and say, well, I should have, could have, would have. You know, is anybody else other than me sick of having those conversations with yourself? Like you feel like a little whiny bee. Eh, well, it's like so irritating when you could just do what you're supposed to be doing and enjoy a wonderful life. Why would you come up with reasons, otherwise known as excuses, for why you can't? It's so much easier just to do it. All right? So there you go. There's my uh, Motivational Monday with a slice of, uh, you know, be the person, do the right thing. How about questions? Star six. Somebody's got to have a question. Give me a question. Make one up if you have to. Give me a statement. Tell me the temperature. Anything. Star six so I can hear somebody. Good morning, Rick. Yes. Hey, Murad. How are you doing, buddy? How you doing, sir? Very happy New Year, sir. So the, I was just a follow-up on this, if you can elaborate a little bit more on how once you start, once you go, you know, we go through a cycle, go up and down, how you keep the momentum and how you get, keep going up higher and higher, how you 10x your goal. Ah, that's a great question. So at first, <clears throat> that's a very great question. So how you keep, mo- yeah, and what you're talking about is motivation and then distracted by complacency, it sounds like a little bit, right? So you've been doing it and you're getting some results, and then the results themselves get in the way of continuing to do it because you've had some success. And that is ultimately the number one thing that slows most people. Like, I know a lot of people that have a goal of selling 50 homes, but they've never sold 25 before in their life. And then they sell 25, and they realize, wow, at 25, I'm making a couple hundred thousand and banking and buying. Oh, this is pretty damn good. And they level out at 25, 30 homes a year. Nothing wrong with that. But that's your decision. But you're right, Murad. Um, when you start seeing some success, it's the number one thing that gets in your way of getting to the ultimate success of what you want. But only you can make that decision. So how, and a lot of people think I'm crazy when I say this, if you're a person that's taking a little time to get the results you want yet still following your schedule, feel grateful because before you start seeing the results, you have that habit ingrained. It's the people that see the success right away that oftentimes don't have that habit ingrained yet, so they deviate off the schedule once they start seeing some success. If you've been doing it for a while and not getting, at least when you start seeing the business, you've already got the habit, okay, ingrained. So either way is, either way is fine, but I like to see, like, you know, like I was just talking to Andrew Kozlowski this morning, and Andrew, you know, what did he sell, 70-something homes his third year, and you know, 40-something the year before and had 20 closings his first year. And uh, that was the COVID year. 
And, uh, you know, but he's got that in, habit ingrained in him because he didn't have a closing until his fifth or sixth month because he, you know, was doing the deal. And COVID kept in the way, and he had a bunch of fall-throughs. So regardless of how fast it happens, as long as you stay committed to the process, as Deepak Chopra says, the process will guarantee the outcome. That's definitely my opinion as well. So great question, Murad. Anybody else? Star six, and I can hear you. Question, comment, epiphany, flashback. No question, Tommy. <laughs> What's that? Hi, Rick. It's Tommy. Hey, Tommy. How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, it's Good, not a question. You. Just more of a um, uh, an epiphany, I guess. But yeah, what you said is is exactly right, and you hit it right on the nail with you know with doing following your schedule and all that stuff. So, yep, I totally agree. All right, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks for making a statement. I love it. It looks like did you go to the did you go to the did you go to the Mike Ferry event last week? Yes, I did. I was there. It was yeah, awesome. I saw your pictures. Good job. Yeah, what you said was you know similar or if not exactly what um what was at the event. So that's why I w- I totally agree. Well, you have, remember I've been around Mike Ferry since 1990. <laughs> right. So, uh, I've a lot of what I talk about comes from the Mike story. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. a lot of people come complain. Uh, you know, well, he says the same thing. Well, because it hasn't changed much. He had right. he has new flavor to it and new new ways of looking at it, and you get to meet new people that are using the system. But ultimately, the foundational stuff. It's like going to the gym. Foundational stuff the same. Look, listen to Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, he says I use the the the, the um, old uh, system that actually works, right? Which is the old free weights. If you want to do weights, if you want to do, you know. Uh, Resistance training, free weights is the best way. There's new fangled, but free weights is the best resistance. Always has been, always will be. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's some foundational stuff with um, selling too. So awesome. I'm glad you had a great time and pleasure working with you too, Tommy. Yes, it was amazing. Good. Thank you. Cool. All right. Well, here we go, everybody. Let's keep it rolling. Hey, Ray, hold on Remember, real quick. Oh, go, go right ahead. It's Amanda. Hey, Amanda. Hey, let Hey, let since Murad and Tommy chimed in, do you know that you're going to be at our office this week? <laughs> I am. When is it? It's uh, Thursday at 9. Thursday at 9. Let me check my schedule and verify. Oh, you are correct. Yep. yep. The, 20, the 26th, right? Yep. Yeah, it's not on my schedule, That's but cool. I, it's not on my schedule, but I will put it on there. Oh, gosh, Lisa needs to put it on there. Yeah. Yeah, you're starting your day at Sahara, so that'll be great for us. Great opportunity. Perfect. All right, right, Murad. Thank you. Thank you, Swami. Thank you, Amanda. Yeah, big representation from Sahara branch on here today. (laughs) 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 Exactly. All right, well, thank you. Thank you, everybody. We'll We'll do this again in a week. And uh, if I can help with anybody, please join coaching or call me direct anytime. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.